What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Faith Lee, always bringing the heat and the vibes. You know, I'm lit. Welcome to Coffee and Controversy, where we spill the tea, drink the coffee, and discuss controversial topics that affect society as a whole. Today, I'm not alone. I am with a model, YouTuber, and content creator. And I'm uh. allowed her to introduce herself. <laughs> I'm allowed her to introduce yourself. Uh, hey everybody, um, it's your girl Baby Shakur on Instagram, but formerly known as Paris. Lovely to have you on the series, child. So I'm going to start with... With what? I'm going to start with the <laughs> basics. I'm going to okay. start with the basics. Um, your background, where are you from? Where were you born and raised? Mm-hmm. And how has that contributed to you becoming the person you are today? Child. <laughs> yeah. I always like um I hesitate when people ask me where am I from because that could mean three things mm-hmm. like where do you live mm-hmm. where are you currently residing or like where are you from from so I was born and bred in South Africa but my bloodline stems back in West Africa mm-hmm. so it's honestly been a blessing to have um that type of makeup in a sense i'm gonna i'm gonna use uh air quotes here Mm -hmm. because there's a an abundance of culture yeah actually west africa and southern Southern africa Africa. Mm -hmm. so i've met so many good people in um both places and that's in a sense just structured who i am Mm -hmm. so i'm proudly african period I see everyone as one, mm-hmm. and I just see other Africans as brothers and sisters, and not pretty much uh, the borders that were given to us during colonialism. Because to me, we're one in the same. We literally do the same things, eat the same foods, speak the same languages, but then the words obviously differ. But yeah, that that is like a very beautiful answer, actually. Thank you. <laughs> that was such a beautiful answer. <laughs> okay, so you are a model. You're a YouTuber. Yes. You're a content creator. Yes. When did you realize that this was for you? When did you realize that you wanted to do this? The modeling, the con- like, what exactly? I think all three because they kind of correlate. Um, you could say. The modeling, honestly, straight out the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as no, it's not. I'm not. I'm not capping. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was two months at the time. That's why I said straight out the womb. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Lillian Dubé from The Clients for Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. She mm-hmm. had approached my mom um, in the mall and she was like, oh, we need a baby for this advert that we're doing. Can we use wow. your baby? And it literally started from there. Then my mom pushed me in through pageants. Um, I stopped modeling in um, high school because I had a focus. Mm-hmm. And then I started again in grade 11. Mm-hmm. And that's when the content creating also started because mm-hmm. when you are a model, in a sense, you are doing brand campaigns. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not doing it for social media, you're doing it for the magazines, you're doing it for the internet. And I figured, why not just have another stream of income? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. That's actually brilliant. Um, so besides content creation, modeling, YouTube and all, are you studying anything? Are you? Yes, yeah. um, I am a law student makes sense (laughs) (laughs) it sounds critical (laughs) Um, wow not exactly i just think the legal system in south africa needs a bit of spice it really does it really does yeah really does i'm going to pick your brain on that actually 
What okay. do you mean by it needs a little spice? And also, how do you think you can contribute to making the legal system in South Africa better? Um, for one, we have this problem where, though we have something in law called the um, Legal Act, mm-hmm. Legal Practice Act, sorry, of 2014, um, which has this provision that says that lawyers need to charge a fair amount to the constituents of the state mm-hmm. in order for them to afford legal representation. It's not a hidden fact that... Um, the previous political dispensation in South Africa has left the majority poor. Yeah, true. Or struggling to survive. And when you see the legal fees that most lawyers charge, it's crazy. It's wild, to be honest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And apart from that, as a black person, mm-hmm. we know where we come from. Mm-hmm. We know our struggles. So why push those same struggles on fellow black people and not just only in the field of law but in medicine as well Mm -hmm. it's very rare that you'll see a black medical graduate from vets or wherever Mm -hmm. decide to go to the rural areas and create a mobile health clinic yeah true they 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 want to be employed somewhere and work for money and work to get paid there's nothing wrong with that there isn't but there should be a pro bono aspect with everything you do as a black person Mm. because we didn't have the best of head starts per se so i'm guessing you are kind of trying to say that you can do what you want to do but don't don't let it how do, I, how do I put it? Don't, don't let it consume you. Yeah, true. So you could be the best medical doctor or lawyer or engineer, but what are you doing that's changing the community that you came from? How are you helping others? Basically? Exactly. And I do understand how oh, we tend to shy away from that because with black people, they want to drag you down. True, yeah. You just need to find the balance, to be honest, because everybody's trying to drag everybody down. True that. You, you There's always going to be people that, there's always exactly. going to be people that don't support you or aren't for you exactly. and all, but it doesn't, it shouldn't shy you away from the fact that you need to work towards helping other black people. If I exactly. Say. Yeah. The Jewish do it for themselves. The Indian community does it for themselves. White people do it for themselves. Why can't Why can't? That, that's a very, very, very beautiful answer, actually. So let's go into your home setting any siblings um i have two siblings and two wonderful parents i don't consider my siblings my siblings because i Mm -hmm. pretty much raised them given the age gap that we have Mm -hmm. so with regards to the children topic yeah i'm good you're good i've had children okay okay (laughs) i know what children are um it's really nothing exciting Mm -hmm. and with family i'm just gonna keep it there because I'm very protective of my of family, family so I never really go deep in talking about them. Okay, so let's go into some quick terminology before we get into the terminology. Next, the next thing, <laughs> the next thing I'm about to ask you about. Okay, so I'm gonna read because um, I don't know this from the top of my head. Okay, but colorism is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. Hundred percent. I know you're very passionate about voicing your opinion on matters that affect society, matters that affect black people, the works, the vibes. And as a dark skinned young lady, yes. I want to okay, this is very yeah. Mm. I want to ask if you've experienced some sort of colorism and how that affected your the way you saw yourself or your self esteem 
etc growing up obviously yeah um being dark skin is an extreme sport we won't mm. sit here and lie like nigga you dark skin that was wow. a sport um to wake up and go to school every day and know this is what i'm going to face mm. on top of that deal with academic stress um, with me, I went to two predominantly white institutions. Mm-hmm. So if I wasn't dealing with the Afrikaans kids, because it was a a, a oh, large school, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't dealing with the Afrikaans kids and the racism, I was dealing with the black the community black kids, within mm-hmm. the school, and I was like, dude, we're supposed to be one, because we only exactly. have each other here. If mm-hmm. something happens, I'm running to your defense, and I expect the same um, with me. So that sadly was not what happened. Hence why I say it was an extreme sport. It did add much to my character. Mm-hmm. Like I said prior to us recording, I'm a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, so yeah. the bullying attempt didn't work out for me. So it's not the same story for everyone. Some people have a low self-esteem after mm-hmm. encountering such. With me, it was like, I became hardcore. You cannot touch me. Because mm-hmm. my mom is a very sassy person. So when I came back the one time, and I told her, yo, this is what's happening at school. She's like, this is what you're going to say to them. And from there, that's where my mouth came from. Because if you ask anyone, it's either you love me, you hate me, or I have a mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and my mouthpiece yeah. works all the time. You cannot make me feel better about myself. Period. So I then decided to, in a sense, spread my reach with every other dark-skinned girl and boy out there to inspire them to not only stand up for themselves but love themselves because mm-hmm. when you constantly have someone tell you that you're not worth or you ain't shit or whatever it eventually grows on you and you start true. believing that even though it's not, not true. true yeah yeah that is wow that is actually so beautiful so you're saying that um instead of you allowing the colorism to bring you down you've actually allowed it to make you a better person and you've allowed it to make you more confident and help others find confidence and beauty within themselves that's that's beautiful stuff that's beautiful stuff because um i recently watched this national park video right don't even (laughs) don't even start with me very much validation i feel like some some guy literally said he got to a dark skin and girl. said you pretty for a dark skin. Yeah, you pretty for that's some bullshit. He literally <laughs> said that, but he didn't just say that. He also said it's, it's rare. rare to find a beautiful Bitch. dark skin woman. <laughs> and in my, I, I think yeah. we all saw the video because mm-hmm. it was trending on Twitter once. And for me, there was a some sort of disappointment because mm-hmm. it was like you let that slide. Yeah, you did not say anything. None of you in that room. So many people, and they literally kept quiet. And that's what that's what scares me the most: the fact that people have become so ignorant of they they've just normalized the idea of saying things like that and getting away with them. With me, um, I'm gonna keep it to the black community because I can only speak for black people. people, I'm not gonna say I'm the spokesperson, but I'm gonna speak for black people because you're part of yeah. Um, it starts in the home. matrons specifically mothers are always with their kids Mm -hmm. until a certain age they hear everything you say they mimic everything you say something as simple as telling your kid don't play in the sun for too long you're gonna get dark Mm. is enough for them to think that being dark is a problem yeah you are we're black people as black women we possess the e gene Mm -hmm. meaning we can give birth to any 
shade of melanin that we want to give birth to and okay not want to give birth to whatever nature says we're gonna give birth to but i (laughs) mean you get what i'm saying and black is beautiful Period. period bottom line I don't blame them as well because it's something generational. Mm-hmm. It's a generational curse. With colonialism here in Africa, when you were made slaves on your father's land, the white man made you know the closer you were to white, the the more better you were. Mm-hmm. So there's the what you call it when you try to lighten your skin. Skin that, lightness. Yeah, that bleach. that product. Yeah, okay. the bleach, yeah. pretty much. So you bleach your skin to try to be as light as possible because that was the beauty standard. Mm-hmm. White was said to be the beauty standard. The closer you were to that, the more beautiful you were. And it's just the phenomenon and or notion rather that just kept on brewing and brewing and brewing and brewing. So it's typically been inflicted in our minds that um like being light is the ultimate goal to being beautiful and we've gotten so used to it that we've made room for people to make comments like this and not and not be attacked or not be told that you're wrong and people think it's okay to say things like this it's normalized to a point where with um skits for example Mm -hmm. they'd always make the wife or the angry wife the dark-skinned woman and the exactly. the side chick or whatever the pretty light skinned woman mm-hmm. it's it's so subtle but it's there it's literally and when you talk about it you're being gaslit you're like oh you're just jealous or that and it's like no dude i'm not insecure i'm not jealous it is what it is mm-hmm. don't do to me what white people do to us exactly don't tell me i'm being overreactive about a situation and then you want white people to be understanding when you say, yo, structural racism or institutional racism is a thing. Yeah, the words, you know. I, yeah, we should practice what, what we, we preach. preach. We should practice what we... I, I get you. When I they talk about you. black accountability, that's one thing we should take accountability for, mm. is colorism within our community and the fact that we always gaslight people for it. Mm-hmm. And to be in all honesty, before doing my research on colorism, I genuinely thought it was just like a thing of, okay, uh, you're dark skin, so this, that, that. You're, I thought it was like a two-way street, understand? I actually thought that, like, it, it also appeals to, like, a dark skin hand telling a light skin hand that you, you're too yellow, that type of years. Mm-hmm. But then, as I think about it, it actually mostly happens only to dark, dark skin people. Yeah, it's very prominent. Meaning that it's, it's like, literally something that we've... We are accustomed to it. Literally, yeah. we uh, we are so used to it. So, like, and we need to free ourselves from the shackles of things like colorism, of oppression, and oppression period, as a whole. Of because not having black consciousness at all. Exactly. The, the standards that black, uh, sorry, dark skinned women are held to is the same with dark skinned men. Mm-hmm. So you know, like how every woman's like, "Oh, I want a dark skinned man because he's strong. He's this, he's this, that." I go oh, take that away from you, nigga. Gosh. But that's what. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is that's the same attributes that are applied to dark skin women. To dark women. As exactly. to why you would never date a dark skin woman. Because she's strong. She's, she's strong, aggressive. She's you, you get me. You know, that's like, it's not right. It's not right at all. And also, I think it now, okay, people might argue the whole idea of like preference, right? Yeah. But preference and colorism shouldn't even be put together. Yeah. Understand? You can prefer... A certain type of person you can say i prefer light-skinned women i prefer dark-skinned women 
but that doesn't mean you should be like i prefer light-skinned women because dark-skinned women are not pretty or because dark-skinned women are not beautiful that type of you i know? get yeah. you there's preference and there's ignorance exactly. so you want to date light-skinned women cool but you don't need a bash any other shade any other shade yeah or you prefer to date a light-skinned woman but if you end up with a chocolate or a caramel or brown skin or dark skin you have no problem with that that's one thing it's mm-hmm. another thing to pull an asap rocky and say oh dark-skinned women shouldn't be wearing red lipstick because it doesn't suit you and gosh. then he goes ahead and dates rihanna the same woman who created a makeup brand to um combat the issues that dark skin or black skin um, black skin women, women um have with mm-hmm. makeup that's like it, it, it contradicts itself so much because now you're in a relationship with somebody who is promoting beauty at all levels or who is promoting beauty within the black community and then and you actually you have the nerve to say things like that you know i feel like besides being ignorant certain people are opinionated on things that don't affect them they opinion they're opinionated to an extent where they don't realize that the things they say are contradictory to like the cause or something we're fighting against except it does affect asap because you were raised by a dark skin skin. like Mm. how are you comfortable making such a comment when you're raised by a dark-skinned mom you grew up probably in a black community you've seen it's actually yeah. quite frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frust- It's frustrating. It's a world. Okay, let's move on to brighter things, child. That, <laughs> let's wow. Move, let's move on to brighter things, child. Excuse the pun. So you- <laughs> oh my gosh. I yeah, didn't even get <laughs> Okay, that was horrible of me, but okay, it's let's okay. move on. Um, You recently worked with Frank Delona. Actually, you shot with him. I did. And I saw the reels and I was like, this is beautiful stuff, hey? It is. How was that? How was that? Um, It was honestly so simple. I truly, honestly believe in networking. Mm -hmm. And networking gets me in trouble with every boyfriend I've ever been with. Because they think I'm flirting. And it's like, no, my nigga. It's like what Drake said, first class, is strictly business. Because it's strictly business. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um followed each other on instagram so what he was doing he posted a story one time saying i need a model i'm like yo i'm down Time me up given mm-hmm. that i fit your, your criteria i'm down he's like okay this is the mood board this is the location be there and it was oh, wow. that simple and as little as it seems to some for me is big because every opportunity i get to model for someone or something is a gateway to an even bigger thing mm-hmm. i feel you so this could be the stepping stone to working with rich in or braid africa exactly and 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 and, and. Okay. that is that is beautiful. it was that is beautiful it was stuff, dope really. i liked it everyone yeah. was friendly and you also worked with a man with a lens, yeah? I saw you had a shoot. Yes, that was, I did. That was really beautiful, actually. Very beautiful. Also networking. The, the, I, the aesthetic. that Just like his aesthetic and all is just beautiful. And you fitting into that was just like... Also, I, you know, I, w- I jumped at, at the opportunity of shooting with him because he shoots dark-skinned women, mm-hmm. mostly. And the pictures always come out very beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I will admit, um, photographers aren't taught how to edit black skin. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it with Vogue, 
uh simone biles we saw it with venus williams as well as well yeah, as serena yeah. mm-hmm. that's why beyonce asked for a black photographer specifically because she knew black photographers know how to work with, with black, black skin, women. Skin. Yeah. skin yeah i feel you i feel you okay that's, that's actually beautiful hey we're stepping back into that terminology again <laughs> okay so patriarchy yes. is a system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is the head of the family and descent is reckoned through the male line all right yes in a time where women are independent women are becoming the best versions of themselves as i could say women are promoted in executive positions women are breadwinners the worst of the vibes we still face patriarchy in the basic african home we face it in a few general systems i don't know if i should make an example with the government i don't know if i should make an example with businesses in general where women get paid less than men that still happens women get paid less than men for the same job right i want to know do you think patriarchy makes room for toxicity and abuse between the male and female (laughs) genders oh i know it's it's very obvious but i just want us to go into depth you know yeah (laughs) um a lot of people like saying I'm a racial person, but if it if it if it walks like a duck and quacks like yeah. a duck, nigga, it's a duck. The duck. Patriarchy was never an African thing. Number one, mm-hmm. we had female merchants, we had um, female kings per se, but mm-hmm. queens of course who fought in the um, in the army. They'd fight in wars. They would trade. They would do everything their male counterparts did until. We started trading with the outside world. So, respect to um, Islam. Mm -hmm. But when they came to Mali back in the 80s, uh, they were shocked as to how we worked as Africans. They were like, why the women doing this? Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be doing that. And obviously, um, what's his name? I forgot his name. Um, who who was the king in 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 Mali? Yes, oh, that man. Oh, yeah. So he respected the religion as it was, and he adopted it. Um, he never forced it upon anyone, which mad respect to that, because with Christianity it was forced upon was Africans. Forced on, yeah. But yeah, because he adopted the religion, the principles of the religion were now, in a sense applied to us Africans in which women would be subservient and 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 then when the white people came it was clear that this is what it is because back in Europe at the time women weren't doing anything women weren't respected in Europe Mm -hmm. period white women um they were tortured they were beaten into subserviency hence why up to today when you meet a white woman, and I believe in white fragility, I do think white fragility is a thing. Mm-hmm. When you meet them, the first thing they say is, or the first question they ask is, what does your husband do? Because their strength is contingent on what the, what man, the man of the man house does. does. Whereas oh as black gosh. women, it was, it has always been so hard to get us to, yes, Baba, I understand. No, like, I'll be on my knees. You yeah. can never get us to submit because, because that's mm-hmm. not us. We are 
partners Mm -hmm. in this thing and Mm -hmm. i could go so deep about this i could go into biblical times Mm -hmm. when god created the first people Mm -hmm. um many think oh he created man and then he took man's rib and he created woman whereas he created someone who could be his co-creator and to be a co-creator you need to have uh an entrance and an exit to the spiritual realm what is that it is the female genitalia that is a spiritual realm and then he created the co-creator's partner who would help toil the land what's toiling the land that's farming that's hunting that's taking care of animals Mm -hmm. And that's men. Because men are always going to be physically stronger than women. True. Mm. But women are always going to be spiritually stronger than men. Yeah. That's why when your hand mm. says, I know you cheated on me, dog. She felt <laughs> she that felt shit. It. She felt <laughs> it. Hey? So back to patriarchy. That mm. was never our thing. It mm-hmm. was brought over by um, visitors, per se. So when I think of the patriarchy... Um, here within Africa, it's just a sad sight because it's ruined so many things for us. Um, many places, it's either the boy child in the house goes to school and the girl child stays at home, home. Mm-hmm. or um, girl, what else? A girl English, child is English raised just... to get married to exactly. a working man. She's, she's raised to, to be a, a wife. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that because I believe in being independent. True. Like, if mm-hmm. I need to dip, I'm going to dip. And I can't dip if you haven't taught me how to do something as simple as make money to survive. To do things on your own. Basically. So, yes, mm-hmm. it has bred a toxic culture of one depending on someone. Not mm-hmm. codependency, but full-on dependency on someone. Secondly... Um, it has brought in a culture of toxic masculinity. Yeah. As in, as a boy, it's not okay to cry or it's not okay to show how you feel or be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. period. And when that gasket blows, when all the emotions you've been keeping in explodes, who's going to experience that? Your partner. Your partner. Your significant other. And wow. then the gaslighting comes after that. On oh some, no, you should understand when I go to work, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we wouldn't be here if you told me in the first place. Because exactly. it's not always about vulnerability, but also how can I be a better partner to you? I wouldn't know if I'm doing something good if you're not telling, telling me yeah. anything because your father said that you must keep quiet. That's not going to work. You must be obedient. You must listen to the husband or whatever. No, no, yeah. no. Not with women. I mean with niggas. Oh, with niggas. Like, oh, with, oh, I wouldn't know if okay. the relationship is fine if you cannot cry in front of me. I don't expect you to cry in front of your friends. But at least me. Because you're not fucking your friends. You're fucking me. Exactly. So, <laughs> please. <Okay. laughs> Open up. Yeah. But yeah, that's my take. I feel you, I feel you. And I'm just going to the next, right? I did my research and I found out that black male patriarchy forces women to disregard violence, right? And Mm -hmm. control. And control that is perpetuated by black men. And they they literally do this, right? For the sake of like the black community or or they just consider how other people, what other people are going to say if she leaves her husband what are people gonna you know that type of age i honestly feel like sometimes black men but also black mothers um put their energy into the wrong things mm-hmm. why are you so hell-bent on 
having me um, listen to you because you don't have enough power in the workplace. Why is that my issue? Exactly. That should be our issue. Our, yeah. As in, we find ways for the black community to be empowered, period, so mm -hmm. that you're not working for anyone. And because, like I said, as black women, it's very hard for us to submit, especially if you ain't shit. Granted, because you're not anyone. Why must I submit, so why must to, I submit you? to you? Exactly. exactly. So, if you want that form of submission, number one, you have to be a someone. Two, personally, I need to know who you're submitting to before mm -hmm. I submit mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. you. And I also don't believe in submission, too. I believe so, in yeah. when it's time for me to steer the ship, I'll steer the ship. When it's time for you to steer the ship, I'll sit you back. more in yeah, working yeah. together. Yeah, working together. Partnership. partnership. Not 50-50 partnership. <laughs> Let's <laughs> get that straight. Okay. okay, Not 50-50 partnership. There's a difference. I, I but yeah, with black men, if they don't get their way with um black women, and I stand to be corrected, if there is even any room to be corrected, mm -hmm. I don't need niggas on their podcast to not come say, yo. But um they go to white women like let's be honest exactly they go to mm -hmm. yeah because it's so easy for white women to submit because for them they were raised to be wise per se mm -hmm. the white fragility that comes to it or for them their enemy is the white man exactly so they believe they're in the same boat with us yeah and it's like no you're still white at the end of the day and we're on some more aunties you still white at the end of the day mm -hmm. if you want to be racist to me you still can exactly um you could always flip-flop and someone who flip-flops is not someone to be mm -hmm. trusted and also that whole feminism movement that happened in the 60s i didn't fight and a lot oh, of yeah. black women didn't fight because you're out here fighting for equality in the workplace i'm fighting for my life every day till this day you are four times more likely to get the job sis mm -hmm. so we are not in the same boat we aren't we aren't fighting the same struggle we're not we fighting, the same, fighting the same oppression we aren't fighting the same battle per when you fighting to be in the workplace who's gonna come take care of your kids the black woman, the black woman. so she, you were never fighting exactly. for my empowerment you were fighting for yours you're fighting for yourself and i was going to be your backup I was going to come in and fill in the gap. I was going to be your child's mother while I have children, back at home. Back at home, exactly. Ex oh my gosh. Yo, disrespectful. Yo, how Okay, so you mentioned the whole plant in the government. And I feel yes. like that is something you're very passionate about. Because you can speak about it over and over again. Governance is something that um, is very imperative to people living in a nation. Because you could be fine the one day and you could be in a war zone like the Middle East the next the day. Next day. Mm -hmm. So um, when I say plants in the government, I'm pretty much talking about presidents or ministers that people higher up, and we all know the people I'm talking about, higher up have as an agenda for us Africans. Mm-hmm. Many a times we always say, oh, we're not voting the right people into power. And it's like, the right people were killed. True. The white people will be killed. Mm -hmm. Or chaos is going to be set upon in your country. Mm -hmm. It's throughout Africa. 
in rwanda there's currently a war going on for um i think cobalt that apple wants for iphones what in the congo it's the blood diamonds yeah the blood um in nigeria it's the oil that's there because we also have oil here in, mm. in in africa in south africa i don't even know i don't think we own this country anymore we, we don't to be honest know. it's the chinese we, and the yeah, americans everything is fighting for They're land fighting what for land us. what yeah. land are you fighting for it's yeah. gone they took literally. they took the land not even the white people own the land anymore but yeah so we had Patrice Lumumba back in um, the 60s who was to um, save Congo. They assassinated him. Mm -hmm. The Belgians and the Americans assassinated him because they wanted the diamonds in Congo. But that was the nation's hero. That mm -hmm. was the right person that was supposed to be in government mm -hmm. with Thomas Sankara. He was supposed to save these people. They killed him. Mm -hmm. Chris Honey, Steve Biko. So everyone you see in government, you cannot remove them no matter how hard you, you try. try. Mm -hmm. Because they will always be replaced. True. They could act like, they could, I don't know. They, they can find somebody who can act like they're for the people there. No, 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 not that. They mm -hmm. could please the higher ups oh, to okay. come into power on some, let me trick these people. Mm -hmm. And once they start doing something else, chaos with Ghana. That's what happened. The president yeah, there was on some, yeah, I'm, I'm finna change West Africa for good. Mm -hmm. Having the unfair treaties in France get cancelled. And they tried assassinating the man three times. We are stuck in a constant loop of defeat. Exactly. You can't fight this politically. Mm -hmm. You can't fight this economically. Because we don't have the funds like that yeah we we don't we don't mm -hmm. um america has all the nukes in the world unless we are about to use witchcraft at this to point, fight niggas at this point, <laughs> we have no control whatsoever if, we have no control whatsoever if we are about to use witchcraft by all means i think we maybe winning we're, in win, we're winning with witchcraft okay that's we're the, that's the only way at this point that's the only way and i want wait to, before yeah, okay. we could, side note I just have a question for y'all. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with people using snakes to make money? Snakes. To 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 be it's, honest, it's always people that don't benefit from corruption that sleep around it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, because you could be using the witchcraft to see someone get brought down, which has always been the thing, the, you know, the, from the, the, the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. But now niggas are using it. To make money for, themselves. Make money for themselves, and you really gonna shit on a nigga for trying to to no you know no. you know what's my chat on that right I think I don't I think it, it goes back to like religious beliefs for me right mm -hmm. and what I've been what I've been taught or what I've the the home I've been grown up in the yeah. basic Christian home where it's like to, for me a mm -hmm. snake is just a no go area. Just a general pit, pit snake. It's just oh, no, scary 100%. already. Understand? So now a snake for money. No, and no, also, no. Yeah. It's what, if you don't want it, mm -hmm. cool. <laughs> but let's <laughs> not <laughs> let's not shame people for doing it. Because mm -hmm. as much as we say, oh, Christian home, oh, ah, mm -hmm. that same Bible says, don't judge. Don't judge. Exactly. That same Bible says, vengeance is upon the Lord. Exactly. That same Bible says, um, what's the point of someone profiting so much on earth if he hasn't profited, you know, in heaven? 
But listen to this. You, what you just said right now. Yeah, right? but that's the issue. <laughs> what you just what said right now. <laughs> what you just said right now. But okay, it's also at the guys. I think at this point we know that Paris is trying to get a snake and she's trying to have <laughs> no, a snake. I'm forgetting her snake child. What I'm my girl is tired. She no, is tired. She no, needs no. her bag. What I'm trying <laughs> to say is I don't like how we are so comfortable with shading people for the choices. <laughs> they make exactly with themselves it has Things absolutely has nothing to do with you, do with you. on mm. some be so quick to say oh um you gay that's a sin mm. um but you're wearing clothes with different fabrics that's also a that's sin also, exactly. eating seafood is a sin you're out here eating sushi the whole time that's a sin you're mm-hmm. out here eating oysters that's, that's a, sin. a sin you mm-hmm. can't pick and choose what's what is good. sin and what's not exactly, exactly. that so, is something i tried to hashtag mm-hmm. stop shading um on people who use snakes okay thank you let me just okay let me go into that, that right like i'm not gonna use exactly. it exactly because hey, i know where i stand you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day i just want to have a beautiful transcendence into the spiritual realm mm-hmm. you know because hell is hot mm-hmm. Very um, much hell. but at the same time i'm not gonna force opinions down people's throats that's what you want to do do it that's what I want to do. I'm going to do it. Okay, now I can... Maybe it's also based on, like, hearsay. Understand? Because you hear... Okay. Can I make an example with you, child? Okay. You hear Paris. Paris is boiling. Paris has a snake. This, that, that. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking, okay... We hear about sacrifices. We yes. hear about people being sacrificed in order for you to get that snake. Killing. Yes. And it just goes back to, like, the details. Right? And now, for me, it's a thing of, I don't necessarily judge everybody. Yeah. But for that, I'm going to judge you. I'm um, literally going to judge you. As much know. as it's a You know why? It's just so, like... Please don't tell me hustle. Because <laughs> the poorest people are the most religious people. True. Let's just put that, that out is there. So, that is the so Bible true. says, pray, 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 pray. Um, You're going through a struggle. God gives his um, battles to his strongest soldiers. Strongest, oh, and you, Archer, you were born into poverty. You mm-hmm. died into poverty. Prayer didn't do nothing for, for you. you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you will enjoy the riches in heaven. In heaven. Who knows? But also, I think my opinion is solely based, based on like Christian beliefs, right? Yeah. So my opinion would be on some whole... It's, it's just a thing of me where I say, Lord, if things don't work out for me, God forbid. I'm not. God forbid. That's not my question. That's not, that's not it at all. I refuse, right? But Lord, if things don't work out for me, then that, you know what? I'm gonna be frustrated, obviously. Right? I know. I'm the gonna be is, mad. What's annoying about the Bible is mm-hmm. the Bible is like your significant other that always has a solution for you. True. Mm-hmm. If shit doesn't work out, uh, I think John one verse sixteen says that. Trust not on your faith, but the understanding of the Lord. The Lord no, yeah. no, other way. Trust not on your understanding, but faith in the Lord. So you're like, okay, yeah, it didn't work out. I mustn't trust on my understanding, but the faith in the Lord. But it's like, nah. Hey, why? 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 <laughs> Literally. Why didn't it work Literally. out for me? I feel you. I feel you. But then it also goes back to now a thing of like, okay, with certain people, it may be easier for you to like be like, okay, I'm I'm just getting a snake, right? Um, whereas with me, it just I just start thinking about the consequences. 
I start thinking about the, what I'm getting myself into that type because now you are selling your soul no, for materialistic would, things. People would think to make peace with the final outcome. Oh God. And see, that's why I'm like word. that's why I'm like I don't shape them because they mm-hmm. know yo They know where they're going. This is what's gonna happen. And it's like if you fine with that nigga, I'm fine with that as long as you know what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. you know, when you dude, I also want one, hey <laughs> <laughs> I also want to run. Please don't do that in front of me. But yeah, they know what's gonna happen to them at the end of the day. So hashtag don't shape people with snakes. Okay, I, okay, I hear you. I hear you. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Let's just leave it. Yeah, there. yeah. Let, yeah. Let's, let's just agree let's to disagree. Let's agree to disagree. Okay. Let's not judge because judging is wrong. Yes. Let's not judge because judging is wrong. And yes. let's just. Leave it there. You yes, know? let's yeah. let's forgive our trespasses as mm. you know God forgives us. Let's love thy neighbor like we love ourselves. You know, do and, your snake shit, but far from me. Yeah, no, <laughs> do, do, you, do you know do I what you want. mad love and respect for everybody because yeah. we are all God's children. If I can yeah. say mad love and respect for everybody, but if you're doing something that goes against like my spiritual beliefs, oh, you have every you right know, to. I I don't have to necessarily i'm not going to speak about, about yeah, that's it and saying. judge you you have every yeah. right to distance yourself you know, away from it i i know that's what you're saying because i've just got that from you i'm just learning now from you yeah like I'm usually the type to be like oh she got a snake it's like then, you know so let me just make peace with the fact that it's your path it's your life it's your you choice do. at the end of the day like, do what you gotta stop do stop being vexed Period. over people's decisions mm. if it does not directly affect you. you exactly and that's something i also speak about like people that have opinions on things that don't affect you like directly that's why i know? promote um celebrities talking shit back to people because mm-hmm. i know when i'm famous and you tell me something about oh dude your braids da, 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 da. you better make sure you are the most perfect person on make earth because sure i will list every, i will list every oh, wow. of yours that literally annoys me so much because and it also goes back to like i want us to talk about like social media right yeah, now yeah, yeah. and celebrities right i get the whole thing of um people saying okay the celebrity puts her life out there she shows us everything this that 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 that. but there's certain things people say and you just read through it or you listen to this person speak about a celebrity and it's like what does that have to do with you how is that any of your business okay how as much as like you are like you are given the the opportunity to see my life as yeah as like a celebrity oh yeah 11 11 as a celebrity or as yeah. an influencer that type of bs right you can't be saying certain things about people's lives because at the end of the know? day we're all humans exactly the only reason i'm a celebrity is because you celebrate me, me. so mm-hmm. you sitting on my dick 24 7 like it's just not right it's just not have an opinion but realize that we're all people, we have feelings. There's certain things you just can't say. That's why I once again said I promote celebrities mm-hmm. talking back. Mm-hmm. Stop taking the high road. Because when you take the high road for too long, you get fed up and you fall into a sad space. Um, we see it a lot where some celebs get depressed or whatever, be it from the fame or the effects of mm-hmm. of being famous and one of the effects is people trolling 
So as much as I don't listen to Cardi B like that, mm. I respect her so much because she claps back all the time. Yes. She doesn't she, sit down on some, oh, I cannot believe they said, clap yes. back, my nigga. And that's like, me, bro. Like, you can't just keep quiet when somebody's saying something about you. That's, that's, I'm a barb. So I appreciate the Girl, because yes. I never let anyone insult Nicki Minaj. Same. That's me. No. You can't say anything about Nicki. You can't. No, you if you're on Twitter trolling Nicki, your family's address is gonna be good, aren't they? That's what I love about Bob's. It's like, don't play with us. Who Seriously, do you think you who are? Who do you think you are, bruh? Like, who do you think you are? Miss me with that, dude. hey? Wow, I get, you. I get, you. I get, you. <laughs> I feel you on all levels. I actually feel Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, what are we closing with? Because I need to pee. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, my last question would have to be: What's next for Paris? Are we should we expect any new content? Um, I'm a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Master of none, but a master of none is <laughs> oh, still wow. better than mm-hmm. the master of one because I can do everything and you can only do one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Paris, um, on billboards, Period. okay, everywhere, girl. okay, girl. household name. Mm-hmm. I am releasing my intro to um my YouTube series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was supposed to be this Friday. Probably when this releases, the time's gonna pass. But anyway, go search Paris and Joker on YouTube to find my page. You'll probably see episode one there as well. And mm-hmm. I'm also having my own podcast called Everything Black, which pretty much speaks on everything black. You black girl. culture, black music, how black culture essentially is pop culture around the world. Everybody wanna rap, everybody wanna dress this way because black people because we are mm-hmm. the blueprint. We are transitioning. Black print at this point. Yes. But, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what's next that's for me. Next for okay, it was lovely having you. Thank you Thank so, you so much. much for coming through. Thank you for, Thank you. you know, being interactive. Thank yeah. you. Please check her out. Check out all her social media platforms. Subscribe to the channel so we can yeah. see the Are you guys going to tag me in this thing? Definitely. Better. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much for having me. Okay. It was such a pleasure. Love you. Yeah. And cut. <laughs>